Aftermath Monday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams along with Bree Maestas. Hey, Bree. Hi, Danny. How are you? I'm doing really well. How are you? Um, I'm okay, I guess. Why, why do you seem so forlorn? Well, I walk in. It's you Victory know, Monday. I walk into the studio today and I look over to the right in the podcast studio <laughs> and you're podcasting. With two other guys <laughs> at the same time. No. I was just like, what's going on over here? Because I thought we did the Broncos Blitz podcast together. And you were like, I am so sorry. You showed up at the same restaurant that I was at. Oh, oh man. It was like in the movie, the Bra- uh, not The Breakfast Club. Um, oh, come on, get this one. It's um, Adventures in Babysitting, the 80s movie. That's Elizabeth Shue where she's like, you know, got this college boyfriend and all that, and he's cheating on her at the... It's also one at like a duplicity where mm. one of his clones takes That's his... A good- <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. So, so how are you? I'm doing really well. Wow, the Broncos win, and everyone's got a little smile, a little pep in their step. Is that having to do with the holidays? I think it's all of it, right? A little eggnog. Are we on something, or is it just the Broncos got to win in that... Did something to our bodies emotionally. I all of the above. I yeah. was just filming with Mile High Life, so okay. let that be your determination. Okay. Um, I will be wearing my sunglasses so during the fan. You're day. on reefer right now, or some <laughs> kind of gummy or something. Some sort of all those <laughs> that substance. means that's a um, Makes marijuana for- infused salami over there or something like. <laughs> I that. I am also it? eating a, an Italian sub as we record this. Yeah. So. Thank no, you. Man, that's okay. Uh, okay, so Broncos find a way to pull off a victory. Um, and a five-game losing streak. And a five-game losing streak. I watched it, you know, on the top, the clock t- ticked down. T- uh, four, three, two, <laughs> and I just stood there <laughs> in front of the TV. I didn't move a muscle. I was emotionless. My Couldn't son was like, it. JJ was like, Dad, are you okay? And I was like, I don't know how to feel right now because mm-hmm. – and, you know, usually at this point in the season, whether your team is, uh, well, if they win out, they can finish with eight wins. The way this division in the NFL is, none of that. There's none of that stuff. And then there's like, man, that, I'm, you know, while a loss feels kind of good, they just, you know, now we're going to be drafting right now as of right now fifth overall instead of second or third. We don't have any of that going on either. So it's just a weird kind of numb <laughs> You know, bottom of the AFC West because the Raiders pull off a win against the Patriots. Um, Speaking of, we're bottoms like that perversion show you were doing with the two guys earlier. Um, Um, Yeah, four and ten, bottom of the AFC West, bottom of the AFC. You know, just hanging out. Um, Okay, um, better or worse game? Oh, I'm ready. Just be ready to perform. (laughs) I didn't mean like that. Um, (laughs) The Dolphins. Okay, that's too easy. The Jaguars or the Broncos? Who'd you rather? The, uh, the Jaguars just beat the Cowboys. Are the Cowboys frauds? That's, this one's easy, right? Question mark. Jaguars then, right? I guess. As it Trevor stands, Lawrence as ups all week. the upside in the world. A yeah. bright future. You know what I mean? He's starting to, to really grow into himself. Okay, let's try this um, with another team. This um, game sucks. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> this, I mean, uh, this, this, like, this is not a mean or sad game. This is a uh, being set up. size. No, it's like a everything is about comps. I'm trying to figure out how bad this team is or how. It's a five. It's a five out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to lie to you? Do you want me to tell you the truth? <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's, <coughs> I think that's what makes it so frustrating. It's like you can't. If they're five, go ahead. Keep going. 
I want to hear this. If it could be the worst team ever and they were just winless, at least you would have that suck to meme and joke about. Instead, it's this very, it should um, be better. The Jets or the Broncos. Like, you know, uh, it's it's just open-ended. Even with the Zach Wilson and Joe Flacco, I could never go back to Joe Flacco. No, I don't think, you know, again, as a whole, the Jets seem to be trending upwards. They are, for sure. Maybe turned a bit of a corner. So, Jets? Yeah. Okay. Um... The Browns or the Broncos? Broncos. I can't. I it's down personal. with the Browns. Yeah. Okay. Um, forget them then. Uh, the Steelers or the Broncos? Uh, you know, if Kenny Pickett's in, I'm rooting for that guy. Mm-hmm. So they have like a little bit more upside going. A little, a little more, you know, going for a little more going for them. Well, Danny, Would that's, you say that? Uh, no, because like the <laughs> Broncos should be. There should be some contention there. Okay. That's where I'm split. I'm having a really hard time with this. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Right where I wanted her. So the point is like, man, we're talking about, I didn't, okay, I'll be honest with you. I didn't bring up the Texans. Um, The Colts don't have a quarterback. They're kind of lowly, you know, and, you know, what's their future look like? There are some teams, maybe a couple, two, three, four. I'm getting in the NFC that might have it worse than the Broncos. Maybe the Panthers, but they're going to have a high pick. The Falcons, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess my point is like the Broncos – Where's the hope factor? Yeah, what is... What? I like that five that you said. It's a five. This it, is going to... Go ahead. It, it, it mixes fandom and analysis because I think you could be really low on the Denver Broncos as a, as a last place offense, but then you've got the balancing act of a we, first place defense. Everything is about calm. They, Russell might just be playing this game. I don't think so, guys. Well... I don't think so, Cody. He was wearing his helmet on the sideline. I don't think so, Cody Albright. I'm sorry, <laughs> Cody Rorick. You are feisty today. I am. You are uh, sometimes you make an me angry elf. Check it. Sometimes, like I don't know, if I think you're hating it and hating me, and it almost is feeling me. But also, what feels me more that doesn't really. I, I want to make you happy. What feels me is when like I feel like you have to. You're sticking up for all these guys a little bit. You're like you're mean. Like in mean. like and I'm in like certain. oh I mean you're not going to stick up for them. <laughs> I would stick up for you in the same circumstance. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Every single one of these friends in the industry. Even when you're podcasting with other guys. I knew this was going to create tension. Um, okay, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, we're gonna delete that all appropriate stuff out of the um, Trump cast that I did there. Good. Um, <laughs> um, no. Okay. So what's the what's the win mean for the Broncos? Anything? It felt weird coming in today because you want to treat it like a victory Monday. But being there in the crowd, uh, obviously a record no-show. 18,000 people were absent for this game, given any of the circumstances. Was it brisk? Yes. It was cold. It was a cold game. It's December. We we know that. We as Broncos country know that. There was still a sense of, like, people were enjoying themselves. Thankfully, the defense did just enough to make it enjoyable. Yeah. But the offense wasn't anything spectacular. Brett Rippon's numbers, on the other hand, you're going to hear Zach Seegers talking about this all week long, is the productivity out of the quarterback right yeah. now. And the offensive line didn't look too shabby in comparison. The productivity of the quarterback. See, like, Zach will turn that into some equation. <laughs> I'm like, some numbers that he's going to validate. A quadratic Maybe a function. take. And he's a smart guy. I love Zach a lot. Like, mm-hmm. there's, like, a lot of guys are just, I don't, like, maybe half. I like, half I don't like. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, this analysis on anything that happened in the game should be thrown completely out of the window. 
It's a meaningless game. You're all, you know, they're playing against their third quarterback. They're probably playing against some second and third team guys on their defense as well. It's not like you can't measure it as though you're playing a real team in a real game where with it where it really matters on an even playing field. It's like it, the, the numbers are thrown out of whack. I mean, you can almost look at it like, well, the first half numbers of the Broncos season, that's who they really are. So now because they scored how many last week? 27 last week. Mm -hmm. And then 24 this week. Well, the numbers are all up now. People are going to be like, well, look what's happened and ripping this and um, that their offensive turn a corner. No, they haven't at all. Are you telling me the last four games, including this Sunday or this past Sunday, are meaningless? (sighs) Yes. Okay. And that sounds crazy because, like, we have to have to fill two hours of radio and then do podcasts every day. So it's like, well, what are we going to talk about? Mm-hmm. I don't mean it like that. I mean it like there's no draft pick at the end of the tunnel. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. There's, um, th- it's about staying healthy. And here's what kind of sucks for anyone who's like, you know, well, let's use this now as the start almost of next season. Use these games like a training camp. Well, the defense is playing their asses off. You know, they have done nothing wrong. So let's talk about the offense in that context. But there's still people mad about that. There's still people saying that the defense should be running those those interceptions back for pick sixes. Uh, that's ridiculous. Exactly. Thank you. I'm your offense has hung your defense out, out to, to dry. dry on over the last several years. And some pretty competitive, maybe Super Bowl contending defenses have been washed down the drain. And the defensive, again, like it's, it, we said it, hung out to dry is the perfect phrase. I've been saying that for years and years because it's true. They, they're on the field two, three, four extra possessions because these Broncos three and out, three and out, three and out. That's why Mike, Mike Purcell's losing his mind, you know what I mean, on, on Russell Wilson. But, and then you can't discount the interceptions because although it was against, you know, a Colt McCoy and a Trace McSorley, they're still having to go out there with – Tell your defense minutes. to score some freaking points. So then the uh. opposition has to throw the ball. Therefore, you know, creating, uh, have a, get a lead. And then the other, uh, the other team will have to throw the ball. And maybe we maybe get don't miss a 38 yard field goal. You know, Oh man, Brandon McManus is, I think, I think it's kind of washed. Um, he's had a horrible season last year. He missed a few that were unlike him, uncharismatic as well. Not every kicker because the Morton Anderson and Gary Anderson, whatever they were brothers, kicked till they were in their forties. And Prater's still kicking doesn't mean that um, you know McManus has still got it. It's been a long time. It was you know Super Bowl fifties, two thousand fifteen. That's for me three kids ago. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, so year that's, five, it's okay. Year seven, we're itching. Yeah, it is. So uh, I don't know. I, I was just trying to come back and uh, think of where I was at here the point I was trying to make probably yeah, no chance of doing you. that that was my bad no you didn't do anything well you know we'll kind of you got stuff to do here we'll we'll, we'll wrap it up here pretty quick oh um the thought of like meaningless game it sounds shallow a little bit but my point is using well let's use this rest of these games as uh for like cohesion and chemistry yeah. to move forward the offensive line is going to look completely different next year you think okay? so how yes. many return um two uh, one for sure, Quinn Miners, who was injured severely in the eye. Gla- yes, uh, gla- there's you can upgrade at center. Uh, Glasgow might come back as like a cheap, cheap role player. Um, I don't know about Garrett Bowles. I think now's the year. I have to talk to Mr. Zach about it. That you can get out from him, mm-hmm. and I just think you have nothing to like <laughs> build Mr. upon Zach. there. Yeah, <laughs> um, you, you have nothing to build upon there with the offensive line. I think you'll have three guaranteed new starters next year in the offensive line, and I kind of think four. 
Because yeah. you can, and you can do that. Again, offensive linemen are like hard to find, but like you, if you want, there's a guy who might just be aged out. You got to go spend a little extra money on him or take a chance on him. His team might have been washed or he might have been rotating with a young guy. You can put new guys out there. I'm not saying you can rebuild and be successful. It's hard to do. Okay. But the offensive line will be completely different. Tim Patrick comes back, and I think there's another receiver that enters, a veteran receiver kind of guy that enters the discussion. Mm -hmm. So the receiving room is going to look different. Yeah. So, like, the order of your who are your one, two, three, four, it's like, like everything will be, again, readjusted with the receivers. Uh, running backs, um, you're going to have one coming back. It's Javante. No one else returns. Maybe Latavius Murray comes to camp and I all that Latavius, kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I do, too. But also, like, he does this on a bad team. It's like making plays um, – on a bad team, you're, you know, yeah, you're making plays in your production, uh, but you're like, your team's losing. While it's not all on you, uh, you're a backup. Uh, Connor Joe, okay, was traded to the Pirates today. He was a star for the Rockies as a little scrapper guy who found his way with Colorado. You're he, breaking news to me right now. Oh, sorry. I had no idea. My bad. Live reaction. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why are you crying? <laughs> um, no, so Connor Joe is a role player on a good team. He's a starter for the Rockies. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So that's just a bit of a comp there. So um, receiver uh, tight ends, I think, will look different. Dulcich will be the man. But no Tomlinson. He won't come back. Albert O is just an absolute you know, disaster, I thought, the entirety of this season. And so I think there'll be one tight end who comes back, and you'll have two or three new tight ends. So it's like, what are we trying to build upon when everything's going to be different next year? The goal is to have Russ not tear an ACL. Yeah. In these last four games. And given the injury concerns, which gets brought up with everybody else, I don't know why we're not talking would, about it with because, Russell Wilson. So I, I, I think I told you that I think he was concussed against the Colts. So I think this was the second concussion. So that's why I was sure there's no way in hell the, he, they, he plays on last week. That's a good point. Yeah. So three concussions in one season and one coming off another is like. Plus you, a hamstring tear, well, which seems to be the Achilles heel of this, the entire Denver Broncos team. This is going to sound bad, but look, the things I've said today already. Um, <laughs> I don't want Russell Wilson on the ground after a hit doing gain signs like Tua because he's seized up. It was terrifying. Well, it's a one of the scariest things ever, you know? Yeah. So um, there's no way, I mean, Russ, like the danger of putting him on the foot. Because if Russ gets another concussion at this any stretch, point of the stretch down the season, we're going to be talking about, like, should Russ even ever be playing football again? Well, if because you rely he's on so vulnerable and susceptible yeah. now. Yeah, if you rely on your mobility and your mobility starts yeah. to go, you become susceptible to those yeah. types of hits, and it's it's scary. So, yeah, that's just my thought on anyone who's like, well, like on, like, the point of running it back out there and, like, going, you know, in mm -hmm. your best players. You have I, – I, I've said this for a long time. Your team has, like, 10 or 12 pillar guys, and they hold the whole thing up, Okay. Every team, NFL season, like, team starts with that. And every team, even a bad team, has a chance to kind of compete. But once two or three of those guys go down, the rest of the guys, it gets harder for them to hold that thing up. The Broncos have, you know, come crumbling down with the injuries of Javante. Tim Patrick was devastating for them because I think he was a real leader type. Um, Garrett Bowles. It's just those are the guys, like, your ten, those are three or four or five of your best defense, best players on the team, and they're just off of the team. So it's no excuses why they um, didn't compete because even if those guys were all kind of starting and Javante still played, they're not a playoff team. They're just another win or two a little bit better. You know, a little, a little bit better, I think. Yeah, gone are the days of wishing for nine and eight. Well, again, yeah, it's nine. just like I didn't even ask you about like the Lions who are like hot and like playing well. It's like 
who's better than the Lions. I don't even want to say it out loud because I don't the, have to the, say the Lions. The NFL it's, is a weird team. Well, I'm over here rooting for the Dolphins. You know, I yeah. want Mike McDaniel's and what I he, love Mike McDaniel's. He's great. Mike McDan, sorry, Mike is McDaniel Daniel. with no S, uh, and, yeah. and working with Tua and just it's Michael the Malone, not Mike Malone. Oh, sorry, Mister Nugget Coach. I know. Please it's don't like, yell at chill, me. Chill. I, I do not think Mike McDaniel would come bursting through the wall like the Kool-Aid man to yell at me about the pronunciation of his name. He seems pretty chill. <sighs> Michael Malone's, Mike or Michael, both of them, they're both on watch <laughs> if they don't, you know, make if they don't go to the NBA Finals. So, um, okay. That's that, a different pod, for sure. That's a different pod. That's the Nuggets Blitz podcast, which we will do right after you're done with your radio spot. Perfect. Um, <laughs> and after you finish your sandwich. Okay, so that's it. That's Broncos Blitz podcast. Any last thoughts or anything like that? You know? uh, maybe start to consider what the next three games look like to you and then what the so emphasis is on them. play next week and the rest of the weeks? I'm on the... Th- I'm, I'm, I'm not a shut them down guy. And I, I think but, I am, but I know that there's a reason to play him and a reason to get that sort of. Uh, I think the last two games of the season you play him because you have Chargers and Chiefs. Um, yep. Chargers okay. and Chiefs. So a lot, for one, he gets three, like almost a month off. Okay, and he plays those two, um, you know, interdivision games where those are kind of tune-ups to kind of get in there and learn how to beat those guys next year when it matters. Mm-hmm. And then that's enough of where it's like he's had a break, go in there, let's get your feet back wet and try to go into the season. You're right, on division a rival note, way. Especially the, you know, the Chiefs, if they have things wrapped up, you can go beat a, I think, like, is it Chad Henney? I don't know who the backup quarterback yeah, is. Yeah, it is. So, like, I mean, let's let's find a way to Just end this streak it. and have people stop talking Get about the monkey it. Off no matter back. who is playing quarterback. There will be an asterisk. Not, nice final thoughts there. It, I like, really you brought a little more out of the you blew up talent. my mind you're like jerry mcguire i mean um, jerry mcguire <laughs> jerry springer i was like show me final the money yeah. <laughs> oh yeah final thoughts yeah. interesting the lie detector determined that was show a lie. The money. wait that's murray um just so off the rails latavius murray was good he was the, run, yeah. the running game in itself marlon mack did his thing too two He's touchdowns uh, latavius murray 130 yards they're both from the same cut from the same cloth they're just like special getting the ball in their hands and they will do something with it and if you give them enough touches they'll find a way to do and something and that's what it. you needed to see the run game do the entire yeah. offense needed that spark they were able to cook with their sous chef oh i like the way you put that because i like the show top chef oh me too yeah i'm also a fan of like anything gordon ramsay so his uh, yeah i Hell's like when kitchen. he yells at people me too <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's how I want to talk to people. Sometimes. Me too. I would never. Oh, I love like I'm like you idiot. What are you? This is stupid. Yeah, but you can't really talk like that around. The me. next show, I'm gonna call you an idiot sandwich. Um, with, are you with talking love. about the the guys you're doing the show next with? <laughs> or you say me at it? <laughs> you're talking to my guy all wrong. It's we're the wrong having, tone. <laughs> we're gonna have to go to therapy. Uh, no, uh, we're gonna we'll talk through it. Our problems over the podcast <laughs> live on the air. If you're like, they really say that to each other? Do yeah. they really treat each other like that? Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, okay. Good job. Appreciate you. Where's uh, your? You. Yeah. What's the Twitter stuff? All your socials. Uh, Bree Maestas three hundred three. You can catch me on the Fan Cave on Mondays one to two p.m. for Mile High Sports Radio, and then every single day with the Let's Talk Broncos crew six p.m. Mountain Time, and okay. that's everywhere you get your podcasts. Plus YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Watch us live. Watch mm-hmm. us on DVR. Listen to us. Tell us why we're wrong. Go, girl. I love it. Okay, uh, I appreciate you doing. Mondays are like the funnest. Yeah, yeah, good. Um, you know, Danny and Alex—they're okay, I guess. They're great. No, those are good dudes. Alex is like those guys do so much stuff that you kind of get mm-hmm. burnt out. So, you know, you can. That's been the Broncos Blitz podcast. I shouldn't say the rest on the air. I'm going to say it real quick. Um, so <laughs> yeah, um, it's brought to you by Maverick Sports and Total Beverage. We love those guys, but they're like 
at Miley Sports here, they do so much stuff. They grind. Oh, I've seen yeah. a lot of guys in their like their roles, like the Ronnie K's, mm. the uh, Josh Foggs, the Josh Pennocks. There's a lot of guys who like Dan Fellman. They get burnt out from that job, and they because it's hard work. But it's like you know, a lot of people kind of deal with all of us. They do for sure. <laughs> but you know, a lot of people kill to do some of the sports stuff that you do. But again, like I tell people all the time, I do radio. Like Jim Benjamin, CBS Four is like a legend. We have him on all the time. It's the TV guys who make you know all the money. While I'm super handsome, I, I'm in radio. Radio guys, you do radio because it's like a cool job. I do radio because it's a cool job. I could be like coach my kids and do all the kind of stuff like that. Once I, upon a time, I wanted to be a radio DJ just so I could like be the cool person with yes. the headphones on. And now yeah. every single day, and I put these on, I'm like it messes up my hair. And really? Oh, it's not. I don't as want to choose yeah. music I'm today. A good hair day messes it all up, especially <laughs> when I'm not having a lot of good hair days left as I'm getting a little thinner. I'm <laughs> um, but yeah, you put it on. I, you, sometimes I put them on the headphones. And I'm like, we like to party. <laughs> we, we, we like to party. You're DJing. You're parasailing yeah. it up. That's awesome. Um, okay, that's been the Broncos Blitz podcast. Did they record today? Yeah, I did. We've had, okay, insider here. Um, we've had podcasts where like, we do the whole podcast. And we're like, and that's a wrap. Woo! Ow! We're high-fiving. Like, that's probably the best we've ever done. And it never recorded. <laughs> and it's all paused. Imagine that feeling. <laughs> <like>, yeah. Uh, <sighs> like, we go play, and it says, okay, mic, check mic, one, two. And then it's stops <laughs> that's uh, why we're not allowed to touch the no buttons. that's it Bree, you're the best i'm danny williams uh Bree does a lot of stuff you can find her everywhere doing all kinds of stuff so why we have her do this stuff for the season it's been fun oh, so um fun. yeah i'm a fan i'm a oh, fan, I'm a fan of, of you. yours i'm a fan of your work no, no good you content do great work. good content danny you do some good work <laughs> okay i'm gonna put a note here my phone to remind me um on all the stuff you have you got like six other shows today so my phone's gonna keep like it's like it's uh, just gonna keep going yeah. yeah it's like oh Bree's starting another show and podcast today okay um no you're <laughs> You're uh, you you do a good job. Appreciate it. I appreciate you. All right, thanks that's for having it. me on. That's, oh, of course. That's been the Broncos Blitz podcast. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night.